You're off your fucking tits, man. I am off my tits. Where, mate. It's where, been a very where, stressful day. Where were you last it's been episode? A very stressful day. Um, what have you done today? Not much, but it's been stressful. <laughs> Hello. Oh. Mine's not. Test. Hello. Yeah, it's, well, it's working, but it's not coming through. There, there we go. Um, hello. And, oh, it's cutting out. Okay. Sorry, that was. Hello, and welcome back to Boys Gone Wild. Another, another monologue to begin the show. When I started doing these monologues, the whole idea was that I don't ever plan what I'm going to say. I just start it and try and do a full stream of consciousness. And at the beginning, when I started doing these streams of consciousness, they used to come up with a lot of pearls of wisdom. We'd talk about what was happening in my daily life. But now, with the repetitiveness of lockdown, it just creatively getting drier and drier. These monologues, if you notice, are getting more erratic, shorter, and in generally more incomprehensible because I'm just... I'm almost out, so it's lucky that the lockdown is over because there's only so many times you can make observations about your ceiling, and I've seen my ceiling way too much. I don't think any person should be able to look at their ceiling as much as many of us have had to do over uh, lockdown. Uh, this is the second uh, late-night special. Um, it's later than usual, and the lighting is a bit more moody. I'm going to be drinking a bit of red wine with Andrew. Normally... I'm sort of the designated driver, so I uh, I don't drink on the show. Also, because um, I don't think uh, often you know when you need one person who's got his head in the game. And whenever me and Andrew have tried both drinking on a podcast, as any two white men who do podcasts think, wouldn't it be hilarious if we did a drunk episode? That's what every single white man, every single white man who's done a podcast with another white man, has said, wouldn't it be hilarious if we do this podcast drunk or I? We've done quite a few podcasts drunk, and, you know, they're funny moments for sure, but in general, upsetting and offensive. I think the last time we did a drunk podcast, we body shamed our handyman <laughs> to the point where it was unreleasable. <laughs> Not that, he, the, not, not that the handyman would see the podcast. There was no way he could see it. But the comments we made were so abhorrent just to anyone in his weight category. It was offensive to them as well. Um, but he is a, he is a, a shite handyman. He's a podge man. Well, oh, I wasn't going to bring up how fat he is. Oh, but, uh, yeah. But that maybe bad... part of that goes into his inability to do the, the tasks that he needs to do around the house. What are you saying? Are you saying fat people are lazy and ineffective? I'm just saying there's a certain there's only a certain amount of sweating that you can do during a job that you allows you to actually do the job effectively. Yeah, because I think if, um, fat men uh, running banks, that's kind of like... That's a, fine. They seem to be quite effective at doing that. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying, yeah, yeah, they're fat cats. They're smoking cigars. I'm not saying they're effective in the sense that it's like using a bank for what it's. But can they put up a blinds on a rainy day in Ropery Street? Mm -mm, Maybe mm -mm. they can't. Maybe maybe our handyman needs a promotion. Into what world? Uh, Being the head of a bank, handyman manager. Yeah, and has um, oh my zipper's undone again. This is every single every single day. Um, uh, but this is a lot. A lot of people are going to be listening to it and like, fuck! I wish I could see this on video. Well, you can. You can YouTube. Click Boy's on gone it. wild. Um, no, I think I can imagine him being sort of like a, a, a '30s head of a bank, you know, with like the waistcoats, the little stopwatch, yeah, um, big laughs, big slaps on the Stop back. Stopwatch. Stopwatch. Um, pocket watch. Oh yeah. Pocket yeah. watch and the little. He's pocket. not just timing people for no reason. <laughs> well, probably when he's like putting um, the kind of working class people who work as clerks doing games with them with his other fat cat friends he probably does uses a stopwatch when he's like how many times can you run around the building yeah and he has a big big laugh okay and then throws like a more money than they'll make in a year at them yeah which in a way you know is i think it'll be a, a, a career move that would suit uh, our handyman yeah yeah but you know this is we're both drinking and we've already fat trained our handyman which was the reason <laughs> which is a strange motif yeah, of, our, of our if not not even just the podcast of just our conversation as two people yeah when when it when it's when it's friday night and in the house we're going to start getting drunk it often starts we'll, we'll, we'll kick things off talking about before before yeah. the anarchy ensues we're like right let's kick off with a conversation we feel comfortable in. yeah but let's everyone <laughs> let's pile in on our our handyman 
Uh, but I'm going to I'm going to veer it off. Yeah, let's get away from it, otherwise, because we want to be able to use this. It's take. a little bit late, so we can't read. I don't want to redo an episode. So, no, we got to keep it so tight. I'd like to do it so we don't fat shame anyone. Yeah, because it's like I don't have any. Um, fat I don't, friends. I, 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 I actually don't. <laughs> really? Do you have fat friends? Shit, maybe. I don't, I don't. think we don't. We we have very good looking <coughs> friends actually. To be honest, we're we're probably some of the worst looking in our general friend group. Yeah, no, it's quite frustrating. Yeah, and we're like house. we're not bad looking guys. We're interesting looking, you know. Uh, not good looking. We're interesting looking. That's on a good yeah. day. We're interesting looking. Yeah, sure. Yep. We're not conventionally. No, we're not conventionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have we don't have cheekbones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I have cheekbones. Who needs them? Me. I, that's the, the the foundation of my whole Do aesthetic. Yeah. Okay. Um, but. We were talking on a couple of podcasts ago about how few lesbian friends we have. We don't have many fat friends. We don't have any minority friends. Do you friends think we have? Stuff? Do we? No, we have minority friends. We've got Muslim friends kind of our ass. Yeah, true. We've got loads true. of brown but friends. But we've really, we really jacked up on that, you know, when there was this whole, there was, yeah, a lot of, there was a lot of discourse about Islamophobia. And then we were like, shit, we need some more Muslim friends. So we jumped, so we got all, we maxed out our numbers there and we forgot. We didn't think that maybe in the future there's going to be fat shaming. Mm. There's going to be problems with homophobia. So essentially, we were dumb kids who went out there and loaded up our numbers, and now here we are looking looking pretty thin on the thin on the ground in terms of our fat friends. Yes, because like we're we're white, straight, middle class, privately educated men, and you know to progress in any cultural form, there's no you can't have six of us white, straight, middle class, privately educated men. We can't go around as a wolf pack anymore. Yeah, it just does. It's not a good look. So you've got to you've got to kit out your crew. Sure. And let's say, you know, for work reasons, we're going to have to be in each other's crew. That's yeah. two places for white, straight, middle class, probably yeah. educated guys. So skinny, <clears throat> skinny guys, tall, skinny, yeah. skinny and tall. Tall, yeah. Because um, we also don't have any short friends. So when we're kitting out our, our crew, like let's say we get, it's almost like getting a heist movie crew yep. together, but it's 2020, you've got to make it. You do have to choose your minorities wisely because you, you can't do all of them. Like, I'm not going to have a crew of, like, 20 people. Yeah. So you, the dream is you get, like, double t box tickers. Fat Muslim lesbians. Dream. Mm. That's a dream. Yeah, but how many of them are there out there? There's, it's a rare find. Yeah. So when I see one of my friends who, you know, we've gone to school with, if I, if I saw them with a fat Muslim friend, I'd be like, like good work, good it. work, man. Good work. I'd be jealous. I'd be yeah. like, where did you fucking find that? This is bullshit. So... Mm. um at the moment, we, we you know that we, we have a mixture of class, some race, gender, but we're looking for we're looking for short fat um, short fat lesbians. Yeah, would, that's the thing that we're really of, missing out on. Actually, it would sort of it's like it's like a football team when you're like you're looking for what is the problems this season. We need like a, it's like a defensive midfielder. Yeah, we'll get a short fat lesbian in the middle of the park um, just to kind of uh, protect the back four. Yeah, <laughs> of Muslims, the yeah. back four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wowzers um, so if you were going to get cancelled <laughs> what would be your dream well, the thing what would be your dream so you're, let's say you're a big star yeah I um, wouldn't have because we go on because there's two different questions there's what do you think you'd get cancelled for yeah and what would do which one do you want to do you want to start with that one yeah start no, with because, that because I, I know I'd get cancelled for messaging an underage girl on the internet <laughs> 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 There's no question. What? As in, you know, when, as in, like, you know how Crystalia went out? Yeah. Um, I think I'd, it would be that, you know, there'd be a couple of, <laughs> there'd be a couple of ladies in the comments who have shown a sexual interest. Yeah, in like, like we've had. Actually. Like we've had. Like we've had. And yeah. because you've already had to say, Andrew, she might be 17. And for some reason, I've, I just think, well, of course they're like, tw of course they're my age. Yeah. And, what would happen is I would get caught in a position where I would be flirting with a girl, either maybe publicly in the comments mm. or maybe, you know, I would think I'd be hesitant to go into the DMs. Um, but that's where the real nasty stuff happens. Yeah. Um, but I think <laughs> in that context, I would then get to a point where I'd then find out that they were a certain age, but it would be too late to undo the things that I've done the horrible horrible things that I've done and sent to that person because you're not into young women we make that clear no, no. Not, that's not a trope of Andrew no but you he's can't just, sometimes you can't into, you're into women your age yeah historically absolutely historically then you it's, do and, and yeah abs absolutely mm. and then but it's, it's hard sometimes it's hard to tell this isn't a thing of you know that, that's not it's, 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 it's I completely it's agree fun. but saying that yeah though I agree with you and I know what you're saying 
it's not a good look. No, absolutely. Making that point, because it doesn't, people don't see that and say, well, that's true. It is often hard to tell. They say this guy uh, likes banging teenagers and wants to cover his back. Absolutely. Just so you know how it's coming across. Oh, no, I know how it could come across. I'm just being, this is what would happen Mm -hmm. if I'm being honest honest with myself. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I think I would just kind of push it. So I think maybe um, uh, maybe I'd become more savvy to thinking about you know, checking IDs mm, before yeah. you DM or whatever. Nor do I actually think I have that much of an interest in actually DMing random women on in the internet. I've had yeah. women message me on Instagram, mm. but you could tell, actually they were older, they were 30. They that's were more thir- my bag. That's yeah. more my That's more my. So thing. I try to refer them to you, yeah, but, but they're, not, they're, not they're not interested. They're not that's interested. That's the problem. It's a bit of a yeah. unrequited love scenario yeah. with the cougars. So um, um, I think, no, something, so not maybe not necessarily underage. Mm. I think I, I would be, cap- right, I think I'd be cancelled by Sending something, doing something weird on the internet, and with also, women. also nudes. Something, yeah. something about Andrew, which I actually respect a lot. It's one of my favourite things about you. Is you're one of the most trigger happy on nudes. Oh, I'm a nude for man, a, for yeah. a, for for a male. Doesn't take it, much. Takes a, <laughs> just, if, it's, if a certain breeze comes over me when I'm walking down the street, <laughs> maybe not walking down the street. I'm not. A, I'm not a public pervert. It really is funny because normally with nudes. Uh, Why not? <laughs> no, no, I, uh, I've no. got no problem because that's the thing. I, I would never be cancelled by nudes because it's like, oh, his news of late. I'd be like, cool, man. I'll, I'll bring up. Do you want to show one now on the podcast? <laughs> we easily Honestly, do. we can fucking, if we blow out the dick, I'll show one right now. We, if, if we can put the dick on YouTube, I'll put the dick on YouTube. <laughs> you I've would, got nothing to fucking would, If it wouldn't get, get off, unmonetize the video, yeah. we would happily do it. Um, no, because the thing is, with nudes, uh, <clears throat> free the bell end. Free the bell end. Uh, in general, women sending nudes to men is seen as a good thing and men sending nudes to women is seen as a bad thing because it's normally it's normally it's, it's, it's unrequited it's normally it's unrequited yeah. and also mine are just, always asked for yeah, yeah, there's yeah. not I'm, I'm t- well I'll I've been I've been yourself. the first to send but it hasn't been without yeah, yeah. a bit well, of a bit well, of internet foreplay trust he sends them a lot but they're always um, consensual uh, but <laughs> it, it, it's also the way that men and women are sexualized, where the uh, you know female nudes do turn on a man but it is funny to me that with straight women sexualized towards men, a picture yeah. of a cock really doesn't do much for women. It's not like yeah. a. It's not I a think big... you've been talking to the wrong women. <laughs> <laughs> or you've got a weird cock. Yeah, yeah, uh, got... I think I know which is definitely more likely. Yeah, I've got a weird cock. <laughs> so I, I've, I've, I've only sent one dick pic. One? In your in, life? In my whole life. I've only sent one dick pic. That is honestly astounding. It's not that common, Andrew. Men don't really send dick pics that much in general. One? You're 23. I'm not a big nudes guy anyway, but it's like you've never even I've off because most of my, so mine, so mine aren't. I do offer mine aren't to random women online. They're offered to th- girls I'm either having a thing with or in a relationship with. How have you not sent dick pics to the g- women you're in a relationship with? I just don't. You've wanna... had longish, longish distance relationships. You've got to be sending dick pics every night to maintain. When that. you're a public figure. You oh, don't... here we fucking <laughs> go. Yeah, but that's exactly. I've got. If I was to become a public figure, no shame. Whatever. We're all human. We all do it. Well, apparently we don't. I would have a lot of shame though, and that's the difference. Yeah, I've got no you know, shame. I'm quite shameless in different ways, and you're shameless, shameful, and shameless in other ways. Yeah. But you're 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 very shameless. You you would be great. Like the that documentary about the Wiener guy. His surname. Yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah. And he got like completely fucked. Anthony Wiener. Anthony Wiener. You would absolutely ride that like a champ. Yeah, hundred percent. Because the the, the the first. Well, he did like, it because he was. You'd be cheap. like, they didn't even pick the best one. And yeah, you'd get, you'd get the other ones. I'd be like, like this, this one's better. <laughs> <laughs> they should have showed. They should have leaked this yeah. one. But he did it when he was cheating on his wife. Mm. I think so. That's obviously where the, prob- the problem. But I still is he's think che- you would manage cheater. to get your way out of it with the boldness. I think you yeah. were just boldly saying, "Yeah, yeah. you know what? That got it, flaunt it. Here's here's my junk." So that's how you get cancelled. How I would but, get cancelled. Oh, because I think there's a bit more because <clears throat> having... So women can send a vast variety of news. There's like... Yeah. Like there is no question. There's not even a fair race mm-hmm. as to who sends better news. Um, because, well, women have a lot more to work with. This goes back in our conversation mm. of like lingerie versus what the fuck do you want us to wear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, like they... So there's a lot of work. Firstly, there's a lot of angles for the women to work on the mm. on their body because we're interested in all of the front and Cause, all, cause and all not, of the back. We're not deviants like yeah, you really like you. Oh, cock, cock, cock. <laughs> we get it, but we have other parts to our body. <laughs> but like, so all we have is the front. Yeah. And most of that is really your torso yeah. and your cock. Yeah. 
Maybe you get some legs in there, but as someone who doesn't go to the gym and has got quite skinny legs, I'm not that proud of them. Why am I going to show them off? We're tummy guys. We're, tum- I'm t- we're yeah, not yeah. arms or we're chest t- guys. We're no, tummy guys. We're tummies. Yeah. We're tummy boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so we, no, women, no woman's interested in the bum. Well, they are, but no one, woman wants to receive a nude. That's a key distinction. Every woman, many women are interested in the bum, but no woman wants to receive a nude of a guy's bum. Yeah, because can you it imagine? looks medical. Can you imagine? It looks medical. No, you can make it look sexy. Okay. You're going to push it out, maybe get a mirror involved. Yeah. But just, no, because that, that because just it's looks too, silly. It it's, looks funny. it's too feminine. Yeah. It's it too feminine. Yeah. So we have very little to work with. The only thing I found that you can work with is whether you use the front camera or the back camera. <laughs> like, that is, the, that is the biggest thing that you can fuck around with. Because it's like, do I put it in the mirror where you can see more of the body? The face is always the most difficult part mm. of it. Because it's like, you've got to look quite commanding, mm. reassured when... Because there's not like the comedy of the situation doesn't go uh, isn't isn't out of my mind. I am thinking that this is kind of hilarious. Mm. So then you've got to think of you know you've got to get your serious face on. Yeah. Um, but it's a constant because I've had women send me lovely ones, really lovely, great news, you know, etc. When they make it a fantastic effort, you you're like I can't rescind that effort because all I can do is do different angles of my. And it, it, I just feel I feel like. Uh, if a woman sends when you, I, a, if women, a woman sends you a great nude, which is like they've taken a jump of vulnerability, you know, you know, we know how w- there's so much tied up with uh, looks and securities, and it's a big thing. It feels a bit rude sending back a picture of your cock and balls. It's almost I, like just saying like, yeah, take that. It just you, you can never feel like it's grateful enough, like you can be reciprocating. Yeah, because no, but you reciprocate. You the main. Reci- <laughs> okay, I I disagree. So. Okay. I think the first time, uh, if it's a woman sending you a nude, obviously you're going to be, it's, it's very unlikely to be out of the blue. I mean, it happens, mm. but you're probably going to be having the conversation before it. Mm. So part of it is all of your appreciation comes in the words that you say. Then, But I think what you do is you send, it's also, I've never sent a dick pic where it's, actually I have. I, as in, like, <laughs> well, it's just cock. There's sometimes that'll be like quite a later one. You know, you've got it's a full it's body. In balls. It's yeah, sure. Yeah. It's a full body kind of thing. Oh, I'd also love to hear the story and the situation behind your one nude you yeah. sent. But part of it is about getting yourself. So if they, it's the first time you've received something from them. Part of it is doing is making it mutually assured destruction. Like you're saying that you've taken, you've taken, you've given me responsibility over your news. Therefore, here you go. Here's my dick. Mm-hmm. Therefore, cool, we're in this together. And then you can enjoy the rest of it as well. Because if it's just them sending it to you and you're not sending anything back, mm. then you've got all the power. And I don't feel comfortable with mm-hmm. having all the power in that sense. So off you go. Mm-hmm. Here's my balls. Here's my bum. Let's go and, let's go and have fun. So <laughs> Great stone quads. No, no, it's true. So my view on it is that I'm not crazy into nudes in general. It doesn't do a crazy amount for me. And every time that the nudes has happened, it's been because the, the lady has wanted to so and you have to there's no way so you're a reluctant nude receiver no not reluctant it's almost like when a a lady sends you nudes or asks to send you nudes you have to say you're into it because you can't turn down Mm. because that's so rude well there are times there have been yeah there are times where maybe you know you're you're cooking up a stew or something i've I've had people send me nudes like at like 11 a.m i was at a museum with my mum yeah, and it's like you have to go. Oh shit, that's so funny, and you don't mean it because you're not in that vibe. And it's like now it's like you don't want to offend them, you don't want to leave them on red and stuff like that. Because w- once someone sent a nude, if you don't reply for an hour, that will get them all scared. So you have to meet. You go, oh Jesus, wow, it's like yeah. So I I don't like that aspect of it, and the reason why I don't send it back is because I don't feel particularly comfortable having it out there. But I never asked them to put that out there anyway. Yeah. So I feel that's fair. I don't think, yeah, I think... I'd, the one nude I've sent... I don't ask. What I, I don't did think ever was, ask. it was under the covers. It was like a World War One soldier peeking so over the made, trench. So you made a joke out of it? No, well, no. I made a joke yeah. out of it You made a joke no, out of it. I didn't make... So, I you didn't, made, so no, it was a serious nude under the covers no, like you were in a fucking trench. No, 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 no. It looked like that if you interpret it like that. I didn't like put a helmet on it. I didn't like, uh, like give poor, it... Poor choice of words. <laughs> no, because it literally looked, it literally looked like, a, like a World War One German soldier... Sorry, you're gonna have to talk, you're gonna have to tell me for the dynamics of this shot. Um, so where's the camera? Camera's here. All oh, right, so it's just you're lying down in bed. Yeah. First mistake, but continue. <laughs> and then the the covers are over it, and it's sort of peeking out over the, the penis. Top. Yeah. Your covers. Well, I'm sorry. What? Your covers. Your penis is poked. So everything is. So is your duvet is on. You're, you've got your duvet on, but you've pulled it up, so your dick is sticking out of the. <laughs> just the helmet. <laughs> that is. <laughs> And that was you, th- and that wasn't a joke, man. You are not in this. That game. was my first one. Yeah, but sure. Yeah, but my first one wasn't. A re- I've never sent anything I as used, obscene you know as what? that. 
Remember when you used to have that that um, chatting yeah. thing? What was it called? Scout. Scout. Where you? It was like yeah. It was like we'd start like it was like early Tinder. It was like early Tinder, and I remember uh, we were thirteen, maybe fourteen. It was so early. I'd known you for about a year and a half. Well, yeah, it was when I started masturbating when I was twelve. Yeah, yeah, it started that addiction to masturbation. Thanks to Guy Hurtley. Yeah, Um, he told me he told me how to wank when we were fielding in cricket. mm, Mate, same. That's generally how I learned most of my sexual things. Not Guy Hurtley, but in the field cricket field is where. You'd, the older kids would yeah. show you how to be a man. Yeah, because yeah. I asked him, I was like, what is this whole thing? And he was like, yeah, just go home. Just go up and down. He's like, keep going, keep going, and then you'll see. And then you became addicted. And then I became addicted. So, Andrew, I, I, we, we do talk about sex a lot, and I'm trying to move it back to our kind of politics and stuff that more informative, because we have managed to... Oh, what would you, we, what since you we, prefer? Since we started talking about sex, it has been... It has, has been dominated, yeah. uh, dominated a lot of the podcast. But um, Andrew has an... Uh, um, an addiction to masturbation well sex addiction in general and I remember um, you've masturbated in many places like you masturbated in the toilets at the library at uh, uni slander <coughs> slander I remember one I've time had, I've, one I've time I only recently. found out this recently when we were in biology um, biology in, history you know yeah whatever um <laughs> You told me about five years later that when you used to go to the toilet for a long time, well, not even that long to be honest, you would, Off you were, you were, you were going out to um, masturbate. You'd go mid lesson to wank in the there toilet. T- there have been times where I've gone mid lesson. It was yeah. a long school day. What's a guy going <laughs> to do? Just, you know, I, I, re- I remember I recently. I love to pretend that I respect had, it. But I do respect it. I, I, uh, this is one that I maybe am more ashamed of. Actually, is I remember I've had sex in the Vietnamese War Museum. That is what. <laughs> I, I forgot about this. So and it was in Vietnam, by the way. In Vietnam, in Ho Chi Minh City. <laughs> and it's a museum dedicated... Well, no, it, so there's, it wasn't the Vietnam War Museum. It was just about their general history, which is a lot, you know, dominated by war and conflict. And yeah, we had sex in the toilet over there. That was one of the more obscene moves. I've had sex in a park on the way mm. back from a nightclub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it was a fucking... Te- it was a 10-minute walk home. Mm. We had sex, like, halfway through in the park. For yeah. I, 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 because it's an impulse that I have little you have control deviancy. over. It's deviancy. Yeah, because you have a bit of an addictive personality, and like it, it um, manifests itself in ways past sex, which is like one of your the big ones where you manage to get it out of your system is dominoes. You yeah. have like quite quite a funny addiction to dominoes. It's and like crack, man. It's really, it's really. But you, the, the the reason why it's like crack is that you don't seem to enjoy it that much. No, it's it, like, it, <laughs> I couldn't sleep last night. I was honestly, to- we had dominoes last night. I was tossing and turning for fucking hours. But the way you talk about it, is you, it is like a crack addict. Yeah. It's like, I know it's ruining my life. I know that it's good for the first part and it's awful afterwards. Absolutely. But you still do it. Yeah. And you love garlic more than anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> he, he loves garlic dips. It is fucking ridiculous. How many garlic dips would you ask for if you were getting a Domino's pizza? Do you know those garlic dips when you're getting a Domino's pizza that come, one comes default with a large pizza? Yeah. How many extra would you ask for? Um, so on an average day, I'd probably get six. Six Maybe, but usually dips. I'd get eight because the reason behind getting eight um, is and I'll, I'll tell you why it's not that I'm necessarily going to consume them all in the one pizza right I will consume a lot of them don't get me wrong I think on average I'd have five for the pizza which is fucking crazy I know it is but that, that sauce that sauce fucking crack I love it um, <laughs> but then what you do hashtag uh, life tip life hack chuck the remainders in the fridge and then if you're going to have an oven, if you're going to have an oven pizza one day you've got two garlic two dominos garlic sauces that enhances it you'll have a better meal for that night and a man came to my I've had too many delivery dominos delivery drivers come and comment about the amount of garlic dips I'm having which I think is is a bit is, it is not fair profe- it's not professional it's not at all yeah. well that's a lot of dips yeah mind your fucking business exactly. mate exactly you wouldn't go if there was like a fat person who'd ordered four dominos clearly they would be like that's a bit much for you isn't it porky that's well, basically what you're saying yeah exactly how dare you come in on my diet <laughs> yeah because it's like you might be going through some stuff working some stuff out which yeah, exactly. you sort of are which I kind of am yeah there's clearly it's clearly not the garlic sauce that you're addicted to there's something yeah. else deeper exactly I'll of yeah, course, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So don't quest for the identity. Yeah, there's something like failure sure. within it. Yeah. But 
there was just there was the guy came to this house our, our flatmate picked it up and they had a chuckle together i could hear them from the door having a chuckle because he yeah. was he was he was answering the door for yeah. me isn't it ridiculous how many sources you get yeah oh what that's mm. crazy amount of mm. sauce <laughs> two days later we get oven pieces he's he's in there asking if he can have some of my garlic dips mm. did you say no sir i gave it to him because i'm the bigger man you're the bigger man but see drew has no shame it doesn't get defensive about pitch of his cock he'll get naked whenever he wants to he, he has no shame at all um, but then you'd get incredibly defensive about garlic dips. It's just quite yeah, funny. Yeah, because you, you get like a, too aggressively <gasps> defensive when because it's a with, fun, only with the deli- fun, only with the delivery drivers. No, it's quite because no, you shows- do get, you're a bit defensive in general because it, it's funny yeah, when yeah. you're sitting there with a the pizza and you've got a pile of eight garlic dips next to you and like of course you're going to. It's gonna, funny how they have know. to balance them on the pizza every time they give it <laughs> yeah, to yeah. you, especially when there's just one when I'm by myself because it's like I dread going to the door to get it because I'm like they must think I'm fucking mental. Because of the amount these guys deliver pizzas for a living. And mm. even they feel it's necessary to comment on how much I'm getting. <laughs> so I'm definitely... They've in, seen some shit. I'm definitely They've in the top some... 0.5%. Because if you're a Domino's pizza delivery guy, you've... you've In the way that you, sometimes, you know, when you look through a car window and you're in traffic and you see a life that you kind of didn't want to... It was like a... It's like, it fills you with like, oh, I, I wish I hadn't actually seen that. There's just like, yeah. you see a world that depresses you. As a Domino's uh, pizza delivery guy, you will see a portal into many worlds and lives that will really give you a true nature of humanity. And if they're still making jokes about you, considering all the shit they've seen, yeah. that really says something. It really says something, yeah. which is why I get defensive, because there's <laughs> yeah, a so strong t- amount of truth behind it. <laughs> it's true. It's funny what you choose to But you, uh, you have it for KFC. I'm obsessed with KFC, for sure. That's my sort of criticism. Like any sort of fried chicken, just fucking get it. Chicken, I just can eat. I don't know. I Like, how can you eat chicken... What is? Can you eat chicken every day? You can eat chicken every day. Yeah, Fine. chicken is one of the healthier. You can do that one every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then I eat chicken a ridiculous amount. It's it is yeah. silly. It's silly. I mean, but you but, but you get takeout chicken. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, because you can't. Because your cooking consists of that fucking ravioli. What Horatio does with his cooking, and I was laughing in the kitchen the other day because you were doing this, mm. and I told Adam about this recently, is that Horatio has gets his one pack of what is it? Um, tortellini tortellini yeah. and he puts that in and he, he he you know boils it and that's done and that's his kind of main meal uh he might have another pizza every now and again and mm. then he'll get takeaways mm. um but then so what you'll do is one day you feel like yeah i'll have a i'll cook and every meal that you cook that's new is revelatory mm. you come into my, the group my, my life was you one come in, my like, life oh, was one way my god and then it was another because it's like with with cooking in like I'm my family are huge into food and cooking that's how they relate to each other it's a huge part and I I love food um but I hate washing up so much that I hate washing up more than I love food which is the the problem which is with the big the big uh I get the, the big spanner in the works because whenever I make a meal and it, it's great and um you feel that nourishment that you get from cooking a meal and you're like I should do this every single day. This is how we should be living. This is this is what life is. And then you wash up and you're like, I'm not doing that for a while. Because I, I, I had the sim, I had a similar opinion in uni. Mm. I, I do agree. But what the best thing that I do and that everyone should do is wash up during. Yeah, so yeah. the only thing... No, but that's, it solves it because then the only thing that you have to do once you... So once you sat, sit down with your meal... Everything in the kitchen is washed up. The only thing that isn't washed up is your plate and your knife and fork, and that mm. takes two seconds. I found when I was working, I, I was cooking because once, if you're weirdly, if you're busy during a day with like a registered day, then you come back. Even though it's like a longer day, you yeah. can. It's much easier to work out time for cooking. If I've done nothing all day. I, I can't be asked to cook in a way that if I've done loads of stuff, which is a weird thing. Well, I it's find. kind of sometimes it's like if you're in a kind of semi-productive mood, you mood. then continue. Yeah, that. yeah, for sure. Um, which, I, yeah, I agree with. But I think just try washing up during. I do wash up during. Well, it's then, not, all, but then, it, but then, if there's all, uh, no, you don't. That's that's a lie. I do wash up during. No, you, there's, there's some stuff you can't wash up during, such as the 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 the, the thing you've cut. You could because yeah, because you put it on the plate and then you wash it up. Then it's well, done. Well, then it gets cold. Your food. No, it doesn't. It takes it takes thirty seconds to wash up a pot, and it's easier to wash it up when it's still hot. Because as soon as you come back to the kitchen after you've eaten, it's solidified. You're going to take longer washing it up. Yeah, no, no. What you do is you put it in, you run some water over it to get the main shit off, and then you give it. A no, but then you just later. go like that. And you're done. Yeah, but that's why when you wash up, it's fucking got shit in it. Absolutely. Slander. No, that is true. Slander. It, you're, I will, you're, I will you're take... slap dash with hygiene and you're slap dash with that kind of stuff. Slander. No, this is all Slander. true. You, Slander. You're... I will accept many things about myself and that is not one of them. <laughs> no, it's true. Like you re- you're slap dash a lot of these things, you know? You are. You know you are. You're slap dash. Um, yeah, you... I'm slap dash, but not in that. Not in that. There is never shit on the pan. 
I don't know, man. You it's do. Adam. Okay. It's not Adam. He's the Adam is the yeah, tiniest he, man I've ever exactly, met. Exactly, but he, when he washes up other people's stuff, i.e. yours, he gets resentful. This uh, is getting uh, ridiculous. Uh, 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 I will gets, not have this gets, fucking slime. He, res- he resents it, so he washes that up All right, this, this, this is, this is, too, going this is self-indulgent to, yeah, where it needs it to be saved for the Patreon. That. Uh, please subscribe to the Patreon. For uh, more of that content. More of that content. <laughs> more of, um, <laughs> of sorting out flat differences. Um, but yeah. Should we... Also, uh, while I'm on the topic of things you should be doing, can you leave a fucking review on uh, Apple Podcasts? Because it's like, we're getting a fair amount of views now. I get messages of people who say, I love this podcast, who are like very nice about it. Yeah, all right, messaging me privately. Great, what am I going to do with that? How do the people know that this is the gospel? You know, when Jesus was spreading the word of God, he had help. There was people spreading it. It wasn't just people going up to him saying, you're great. It was people going like, have you seen this Jesus fella down at Nazareth? That's what we need from you guys. So if you're listening to the pod, which happened right at the beginning, but people have just slacked off. I know people will listen every time. They like the podcast. They're into it. Put it on your story. Ha ha ha! These guys are great. Lol. Oh my god. Oh, my my. I want to post like uh, wouldn't be Friday without uh, boys gone wild. You know stuff like that. So then I can share my story and I can show all of my other friends and colleagues just how well we're doing. Because at the moment, you know, there's podcasts who that aren't even as big as this, but their fan base fucking show their support. Leave a review on iTunes, you ungrateful bastards. We've got one review on there, and it says it's this is quickly becoming brackets. One of my favorite pod- podcasts, which is like, okay, if you're going to leave a review and you're at that stage, <laughs> like, that's nice. Thank you. But putting a brackets, one of my, it sounds like you're covering your back mm. so that when inevitably <laughs> Andrew starts messaging underage girls and people are like, wait, you accidentally, said <laughs> accidentally. Uh, when when inevitably uh, a scandal engulfs this podcast, it feels like you're covering your back by saying brackets one of my. Well, we've given him a lot of reasons too. <laughs> it's true. We've given that this is we talk a lot about our flaws, <laughs> it's true. which is therefore like you don't want to get too. We're the most honest podcast in the game. Yeah. We're a fake so, news uh, podcast uh, that's also the most honest. It's a yeah, weird. It's that's weird. that's the yeah. the contradiction yeah. is that we're dedicated to disinformation, spreading we're, slander. We're proudly fake news, but simultaneously are the realest and most honest podcast What does that say about the state of the world, eh? Uh, go on. No. Oh, you were... No, it's, it's a rhetorical question. Oh, it's a rhetorical question, question. okay. Um, anyway, you, you wanted to talk about something. Um, yeah. I Firstly, I'd just like to say I think you've, um, you're in this, in lockdown, you're probably spending too much time looking for all these, you know, reviews and comments. I can, oh, not too much time, but it's just a passion and anger of which is coming out. I think it's fair. I think it's warranted. I also think it's very nice when I receive private messages saying that it's... Uh, you're doing well, but um, no, you're not looking. He's not looking happy about it. Um, but yeah, no, it would be nice to chuck some public stuff on there as well. It's just the way that it works these days. But people don't automatically think that because something. So it's like. So I would think about if it, I know it's very different. But I. This for, is going to be a bad example. Just so you know, this is going to be a bad example. But go on. When people have birthdays. <laughs> bad example. I will never. I will never post my my parameter of a birthday if i'm gonna post on their wall happy birthday it's not it's not worth me saying happy birthday to them i will only ever say happy birthday to someone if if, if i'll private message them yeah 100 percent. okay i completely agree that that's not doesn't that doesn't mean anything to what i was talking about but on its own great point uh irrelevant but great point uh are we now it's now a bit awkward because when we're at school uh, it was a big deal how many people commented on your wall happy birthday yeah. it was like a like a social currency almost like uh, 250 people but most of them don't know you said happy birthday now we're adults we're adults and we realize it's a complete waste of time and fucking embarrassing doing it on the wall yeah people um, still do it though. people still do it but now it's like a weird mix where you'll get like 12 people doing it yeah like, there's some people who yeah, do it, yeah and yeah. that's worse than none of those yeah it looks- <laughs> every birthday i have like please don't post my world please don't post my world and then eight, bam eight people oh, for fuck's sake <laughs> yeah looks private because then you want it you want to po- you want to post like your private message you want to yeah. take a screenshot no i promise you people are saying happy birthday <laughs> yeah, to me just not via this medium okay <laughs> that would be fucking embarrassing if you're and then people saying thank you for my my happy birthday wishes. Most people are doing it just because then how do you address it? Yeah, just do like 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 and then uh, love re- react if you're feeling... because then if you get enough, you then because I used it used to be the case of once you start once to start to get over it, you you let them go, you like more than you do a state thing. Thanks for my birthday messages. I think what, what I hate that. 
Because it's not personal. The thing is, what, what's the point of publicly doing it? Yeah. And that's the whole thing about that's a, the, the here's the rub of social media. That's part of it. It's like what what is the point of having this private show of friendship and affection in a public sphere? All it's, all it's there. Yeah, give yeah, it to me. Give me some more clips. <laughs> all the all that's there is to do some sort of weird virtual social signaling. Yes. Of saying, hey, look, here I am out here appreciating someone else. I don't, no one gives a shit. Get mm. it? If it ain't private, it ain't relevant. Yeah. It's like, I'm after that stuff, but at least it's after things I'm making that I want people to like. Well, that, exactly. You Which is why I, I mean? say it, it applies and you it know? doesn't apply because at the same but time, I don't care about people wishing you happy birthday. Better. I'm not after friends. I'm after fans. It's a very different thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I was having quite an, an interesting conversation with a... F- Wait, one, sorry, back on the, on the happy birthday thing. One yeah. last thing yeah. is um, I do think... Though it's um, annoying for us, the Facebook posting for happy birthday, the people who I think have the, have it toughest, I don't know how much it is, uh, white girls. Because white girls, it seems, have to, when it's your gal pal's B-day, you have to do like a story of like 10 pictures. Fuck that. You know what I mean? It's like 10 pictures. Fuck that. So hard. It's ridiculous. I- hate it's ridiculous it is the fucking worst and it's like they all have to be looking good in all of them they have to to make collages (laughs) why are you making a fucking collage we get it your friends they're sexy but they're also a bit you know (laughs) dirty and disgusting (laughs) and horrible oh they're a bit quirky as well you've got to sum them up it'll always be like one photo of them before they're going on a night out looking great and there'll be one one snapchat they've sent of the morning after then there'll be the then there'll be the pizza a picture of the morning after. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, this girl is everything to Ooh. me. Shut the fuck, fuck up. up. And then, because I think what's what's happened is they all feel they've been stuck into this process where they feel like they have to because they've done their friends have done it for them last year. None of them want to do it. No one wants to do it. Girls, let's stop from let's today. Stop from let's now. stop it. Whoever's birthday is next, you fuck post on your story saying we don't need to do this anymore. Stop we it. can stop it. Yeah. Because it's like start it by stopping it. Because it's not. I don't judge any you know white woman who does that. It's understandable. Because it seems in ungrateful. The way, yeah, in the in the the herd mentality of these groups of women, it's clearly if everyone's doing it for each other, and then you choose not to do it for your friend, that's basically saying yeah, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. So it means a lot more. So I do also appreciate. Uh, that but it's it not is as easy. fucking embarrassing. Yeah. And like I, it's just on your public Instagram. I don't know who this girl is, by the way. Because this was this is what I'm particularly shocked by it as well. With someone who's recently come back on into the Instagram mm. sphere, <laughs> and I remember who's seeing recently come back into the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you say it? Um, but just I remember going going back on and seeing it for the first time, and I was like, wow, that's fucking lame. And, I was like, wow, that's fucking lame. Thinking that that was just a one-off incident. And then seeing some of my closest friends doing it, shock, utter, utter. And then what I hate, what I fucking hate particularly about it, what I hate particularly about it is that there is also a pressure for the person whose birthday it is to then repost Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. fucking things that they're getting. Mm -hmm. And what, so what's the point into doing that is showing, look, look, because all it, right. So what it looks to me is, look, look how many friends I have. Mm. And, but what they're, they're, the reason they're doing it is to show appreciation because if you don't repost it, it doesn't show appreciation. So what the situation we have is we've got girls who don't want to do it, mm-hmm. but they're then forced to do it out of a mm-hmm. social obligation, mm-hmm. making these montages, these ridiculously long Instagram stories for your friend's birthday mm. out of a pure social obligation. And then the person whose birthday is has to repost that only out of pure social obligation. It's someone's birthday. Can we sit back and enjoy ourselves? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, with all the, like Instagram, every different group of people seems to find different sort of tropes that they try and show their currency in some form. If it be how close you are with your friends, if it's how many likes you got, it's how many places you've traveled. Everyone has different things that's like their currency. I almost respect like following like Atlanta trap rappers, people like Young Thug, if you go on their stories, it most of it is them videoing their watch <coughs> and then videoing piles of money set to yeah. trap music and yeah. then smoking blunts. And it's sure. like, that is like the, what I respect about that is it's so clear that it's what everyone else is doing. It's the same thing as girls posting about each other's birthdays. Yeah. But 
it's got no pretense. Mm. Like it's still, it's still yeah. fucked, but at least Take it's it like, it. it's completely like, this is how much money I've got. There's no, yeah. it's not like a, it, yeah. there's no- There's no gray area. There's no gray area. It's yeah. just like- Take it, take it or leave and it. And I sort of respect This that. is my content. You like it or you don't. It's almost in the same way. And I don't know about, if you find this, like I often, if there's like an Instagram with a girl who's constantly po- posting like incredibly, um, provocative pics just incredibly so if i find out they're a porn star yep i immediately go integrity do you know what i mean do you find that 100%. so when it's like this is a, their craft if it's like a an, an ethical influencer who's just told you to support refugees yeah. and then they've done it with a picture of them like yeah. unbelievably scandal and i'm not slut shaming at all i don't care if you do it if i care if you don't but it's also ridiculous when you're trying to like be honest about it yeah. but when i see someone i'm like this is a lot and then i find out they're porn stars there's a clarity in what i'm like selling. you are it's the same as what i'm doing yeah. as a comedian i'm selling something in a way if you're out there i immediately your... respect the hustle absolutely it's not like someone who's insecure who's desperate for the validation yeah it's a hard-working woman who's yeah. trying to make some cash absolutely there's no them doing it it's like i immediately yeah. go yeah that's of course you are Absolutely. Yeah. I I, ent- I entirely. And if agree. you disagree, I'm ready to start a dialogue about yeah, I mean, it. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want a slut show at all, and that's not what I'm doing. But it it's funny that I'll be like, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll immediately gain respect for someone who's p- posting those pics. Well, if I find if they're out a they're a sex worker, hundred <laughs> percent, a thousand percent. Because like, of course, what else are you going to do? Yeah. You, what do you mean? Selling you're, your body? you're doing yeah. videos of you having sex online. You posting bikini pics yeah. endlessly. Of course you are. Go out there, girl. Go get Fucking it. hustle. Get that cash, babes. That's the point. That's what we're doing. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, well, cheers that. to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did well there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I had a very funny conversation with one of my gal pals um, over the weekend. One of the gal pals who probably would be posting about a friend's Well, story. they all do. Yeah, okay. They all post. You can't find a girl who doesn't. Even even girls who I, even girls who I know who are more aggressively anti-social media than me would have to feel, and this is the this is the biggest crime of it. Feel they have to go on to social media for the first time in months because it's someone's birthday and they have to do that. I wouldn't be surprised if Greta Thunberg started doing. It. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Greta oh fuck. <laughs> oh fuck! It's Nikita's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to do. I've got to do that. Got to do that fucking montage of us. <laughs> but honestly, it really wouldn't surprise me. But they're all out there doing it. And, um, but so yeah, I was having a conversation with one of these girls who may or may not do this. She does. Um, I don't know. She does. She does. Um, I don't know, but she does. Yeah, sure. Sure, because they all do. But we were discussing the ick. Mm. The ick. Mm. And for people who don't know what the ick is, Horatio. Uh, The ick is uh, a term that's kind of come into the modern vernacular recently as like a, almost like a, a meme word slightly. It's been around for a while, but now it's been solidified. It's basically, it's normally girls, but it can happen to anyone. Um, when you're in a relationship and like a small thing grosses you out in that relationship and immediately you lose attraction for someone. Which like a, seems- Like an unkempt mustache. An unkempt mustache. Yep, yeah, an unkempt mustache. I don't, <laughs> I know, I don't, that, know, that, I don't that, know where you pulled that, that t- out. That took you a second to- <laughs> Yeah, like, where was that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, but traditionally it's more of a of minor things. So the first one that she said for her personally was that she just can't have her. A big ick for her is when guy when a guy says that they don't, they have quite a small bladder, or when they need or they need to go for a wee a lot. And it might not necessarily. When you told me that, I thought you were having a, you were like setting up as like things that I have that yeah. you're having a go because you, you thought I was taking the piss. I thought you were taking the piss. No, I'm being serious. This and she was, and she doesn't know that I have a small like a. Because very... not everything. She wasn't. Yeah, I know she talking doesn't. about you. Yeah, Rachel, I know you, you were in the conversation. Yeah, I know you were, but it also it's funny that her. It's like you're is... trying to reassure yourself. Well, if she doesn't know I have a small bladder. <laughs> if so, she knew, well, I if, I had... she, if she met me, maybe she'd actually kind of like me. The way that I have a small bladder, I think, wouldn't give her the ick. I think I'd do it with grace. That's not an ick. That's a medical fucking issue that is kind of weird. So it's not an ick. It's worse than an ick. What was that? What's worse than an ick? A full vomit. A full vomit. A full blown vomit. <laughs> we talked enough about my weak bladder. Yeah, um, it was enough of the weak bladder. Yeah. No, that, it's, not, it's, it's, it's more than just weak. But so <laughs> she would. So I don't think it's necessarily that if a guy was to go to the toilet a lot, but it would be if they were to mention the fact that they had a weak bladder. 
right? Which so, I do a lot. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, no, because guys I'm do it. Talking. No, because do you know what? Because it's like, it's one of those things of if you're, <laughs> if you're on a date for the first couple of times and you feel like, one, because it's, it's a situation where you may be feeling insecure or one, you're going to be overinterpreting a lot of the things that you're doing. So if you feel like you've gone to the toilet a lot, you might drop in, I've got a weak bladder. Sometimes, even if you don't have a weak bladder, mm. maybe you've just had a few beers. Mm. So that's a good date advice as well. Ride everything you do. Never go back on it. Um, but so that was one of hers. But then my personal favourite is the uh, what her friend one what her friend said, and her ick is that if she sees a guy at any point run after a ping pong ball, and that was it was honestly. <laughs> Fucking astonishing. One of the most amazing icks I think I'll ever hear. We can maybe do, do you want to do a quick video of what it actually, what it would look like? Just to put it up there because you need to see what it looks like. Can I, could I run down there? We haven't got enough room, have we? Don't enough room. I could record it on my we phone. We could record it on your phone after. We'll put it up, of, put it up there now. Yeah, yeah. Just of what it looks like. So that, um, which I think is a genius ick. It's because it, it is true. Because it, <laughs> and I'm just funny at doing it as an actor, but it really is. There's <laughs> something really, it's it's something so really un- funny. It's so do you know what we mean when you're you're playing ping pong and the ball goes off the table and you go to grab it, you miss it and it just starts going away. <laughs> and you're kind of squatting, running after it, and you're both into the game and you want to, you know, you're kind of maybe the blood, the, your blood, your blood rate is high, the heart's pumping, you're in the game, yeah. you want to get this ball as quickly as you can, yeah, yeah. but you can't do it without looking like a fucking nonce. Yeah, yeah. And it's. <laughs> True. It's a quite bobble to the side to side because it's such a small ball. You often miss. You know, it's you might so grab it. And it doesn't. Miss it. In the like pure biological sense of like you know, um, in the pure biological sense, Darwinian of trying to find a mate who's going to protect you uh, if you're attacked. Um, the idea of seeing one chase a ping pong ball immediately, your Darwinian womb will just immediately shrivel up. You're fanning titans is what he's trying to say. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for cutting the shit. That's what I'm trying to Your say. Your pussy dries up. <laughs> it does. Fucking hell. You're not- in the Darwinian <laughs> sense, that was Duff proclaimed by Darwin in the 19th century. Yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. just taking yeah, the piss. Yeah, yeah. 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 So You're just taking the mick. Oopsie. Um, Boy's gone wild. But um, No, that was the end of what I was saying. Oh, yeah. Obviously, he's going to tighten up because who, you don't want that guy, you know, fathering your children Mm-mm. and annoyingly it's one is it, the reason it's a great ick is because that's gonna that can happen to anyone it can happen to anyone you brad pitt when running away <laughs> running sure. after a ping pong ball. and he definitely plays i bet i can imagine playing ping pong he's actually yeah. quite a chilled out guy but well i oh but maybe i think maybe the distinction is in running after the ping pong ball <laughs> because what you what you have to do is particularly if there if you've got a potential lady watching a suitor watching is part of the game is you know you don't care about anything even this Whatever. even this game of Whatever. ping pong oh what the ping pong ball's gone flying away from the table Danker. watch me take my time to pick it up yeah watch me walk over there slowly <laughs> allow it for time to to see where exactly it's going to bounce where it's going to fall so i'm not running around like yeah. a headless chicken because yeah. the worst thing is because the, the ping pong ball is an unpredictable cunt it is <laughs> So it's going to be bouncing everywhere. Yeah. You need to set your course, set your time, take it slow, walk over there, pick it up. Mm. That's another more date advice for men's mm. mental health, mm. physical, well, mental physical. Because it po- is podcast. men's mental men's physical, physical health podcast. Because um, it is interesting. A lot of the discourse around gender dynamics has been about how hard it is for women because of how shallow and vapid men are. Because it's like it's so tough for women to reach male standards which you know there's some fair points in it but also if men find someone attractive there's very little that can give them an ick yeah but with women speaking to you know speaking to my girlfriend speaking to women in general the, the he spoke to time, women okay? I, in general he's, he's in spoken general, to women not specific Horatio Gould has spoken to women regularly, okay? regularly i regularly talk to women but the idea that um these minor things that seems to pop up a lot when you ask women about what they find attractive. Like, a, you can, they can be really into a guy. One slightly thing can change it. And I didn't know this, and now I do. If I was single again, and I was, you know, um, trying not to be single, I'd be filled with so much more stress because now I realise just how small a mistake it can be and it can ruin your chances forever. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I guess it because goes these both aren't ways. Because just... it's like... Ugly men can do really well with women in the way that ugly women can't do as well with men. Um, but it does also, that's part of the reason why is because it's like very specific, the, the points you have to hit to do well. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, because I think partly, partly for me, it's it, listening to women talk about their ex, and there might be, you know, you might have a certain amount of ex in a in a in a lady, little things, but it's never a deal breaker. Sure. So it's often it, for these like. As in, when I had this conversation about the ping pong ball, the, this was an entirely co serious conversation. Mm, there yeah. wasn't a shred of a joke. I was just asking, so what are yours? And she said one of her friends was. Mm. And so for her thing about a weak bladder, she was like, yeah, I, I, she's not seen guys after because they've mentioned it. They said that on the first, second or third date or something. That's it for her. Done. Goodbye. Wild. Wild. Which is mental. Mental. But, you know, you got to respect. They know what they want. Yeah. Well, they don't really. Because um, it's the, the idea of red flags. Do you have any... Because red flags is never taught. Men never. We never discuss red flags. That seems to be a very female thing. Yeah. Do you have any uh, red flags or like icks that you'd have? I think because um, we were. So one of the other things that um, the person I was talking to said was um, they were in the car and this guy missed was like they were, he was driving and he was playing some music and he was quite into it and he went to go and do the drop and he missed it oh. on on a couple of different occasions oh did it again yeah a couple he, was he, bad do you think he went back to try and reassert himself well I've rewinded the track <laughs> <laughs> the same song the same drop and still no, fuck I can, get, I can get it fuck one more time boom shit fuck <laughs> um, I think on a couple of different songs he did it mm. um, so I mine would be like so I'm really I'm, a, I'm my maybe it's like hmm, maybe this is well this is how I work maybe it's how men work we'll see um, but part of it I'm really attracted to girls that are good dancers mm -hmm. and so then it kind of works in a bit of a different way if they don't have good rhythm if mm -hmm. they're not that good a dancer yeah but so what right, they don't have to it's not about being a good dancer yeah it's having rhythm is a thing and then but so i've seen people who i've been attracted to dancing yeah. who you've got to have a bit of rhythm but yeah. like you have to give your all to it yeah do you know there's people who don't who have like a bit of rhythm and then they just kind of dance like that and for me that is fucking unattractive yeah that for me i'm, I'm gone and i think maybe that's because i have quite a high propensity to be yeah. so attracted to people yeah, yeah, who yeah. are really good dancers yeah, yeah. So that's really quite a niche one that's not that's well, quite that's, specific, ick, that's quite specific no that's specific to you yeah uh, yeah well do you ask what not, mine i'm not saying i'm just saying that yeah, I'm saying fine. That's that's the specific to you though, because that's a per that's not like a a, a, a male thing. That's yeah. A youth well, neither is neither is I'm a ping pong saying, run, people running I'm after a ping saying. pong ball. Why did you get? Why are you getting defensive? No, no, I'm just I'm not talking about your garlic sauce, mate. Jesus. <laughs> well, you asked me what's my. I did, and you answered the question yeah. fine, yeah. and I was just saying okay. yeah. And the point was, it doesn't apply to men. Have you seen the Shiana shit? Do you see how quickly defensive he was? Well, you Unreal. asked me what my it was. Look at that face. Because Look how serious he looks now. He's getting a bit red as well. Unbelievable. I blush easily. Unbelievable. I blush easily. Oh no, no, you asked me what my ick was and I said that and you went yeah well you can't apply that to all males no, can I we? Did, no I didn't I say that where did you get the can okay. you from you can the amount of times you've said you've said that oh, we look back at the tape and I'm right again I'm going to be like yeah but that doesn't apply to all men I'm not saying that you apply that does Jesus so what was your point my point was is that that specific one was yeah. not shared is not shared by men in general I don't yeah think I don't think the weak bladder thing is either no. I, we're talking about personal ones do you have a personal one um I think, I think probably, I'd say like having basic taste, but with no awareness that it's basic. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. It's fun, I, there's people. There's, uh, yeah, pe there's yeah, people yeah, yeah, who yeah, own yeah. liking kind of basic things. Fine. We, you know, there's a, but there, there needs to be if if there's like. No, not understanding yeah, you know, yeah. that but then that's a just a turn off for yeah sure. do you know there was there was something there was a funny joke by giants comedy actually yeah, 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 yeah. might come Shout on out. might yeah. come on the podcast I think. well i mean i haven't at all spoken to might them, come so on don't, the podcast don't say because i literally have no idea if they would okay Horatio mentioned he might or, well i might message one of them to maybe yeah, come sure. on it might come on but don't say it like Pull it's in strings. the it's like it's in the fucking <laughs> i have absolutely no idea um but he made it was quite a funny joke of um uh, he was saying like trying to get um it was a specific streaming service which i hadn't actually heard of but i i think just quite you know um kind of indie slash art house films oh move uh criterion or movie 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 yeah and he was saying that it was a joke a sketch justifying um the 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 subscription of that with your girlfriend or something mm -hmm, yeah. and it was it's kind of the joke was that a lot of the time the girl he was with or people mm. people can kind of 
do that oh I, I i can't really be bothered for that you know mm -hmm. but i'd really like to ironically watch something yeah. and how much is there how much irony is actually in there yeah so even which i can i agree with the the awareness of taste yeah but then i think there's even more things of people being self-aware that their taste is bad but then saying they'd like to do something kind of because oh let's just do that because it'll be funny for that mm. thing but there is actually a strong level of enjoyment going mm. on within it do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah i completely i completely agree um, but I think even aware the awareness that of course there's enjoyment in these things. Of course mm. there's enjoyment in this bad taste kind of stuff, but it's still bad taste. Yeah, yeah. So even that aware. No, I I agree. It's just that. about whether they own it or not. And I think another it. Well, this is not an it because it's not a deal breaker because it's. But it's something that just like I'm really bad at dealing with like, um, untampered. Indulgent insecurities, which is probably my because you've got too many of them. No, because I don't. I have insecurities. Yeah, I, I, know, I, I know, never indulge. I guess it, no. unless it's like a personal thing, and I, I also think I'm a bit too aggressive on it. But I'm really a big turn off. I can't. You know, you can't really help, help your turn ons and turns off. Yeah. Um, a big turn off is when someone's really indulgent in their own insecurities, or like is like. Yeah, because you've got angry at me about it. Or like, before. or like looking, <laughs> or like looking for like people to validate. Or, yeah. or like, no. Do you know what it is? This is it. Not insecurity. Self pity. Yeah. I can't like the yeah. my biggest number one turn off definitely gives me the ache. I don't work with self pity. I can't do it. I and I'm really bad at dealing with it. I'm fine dealing with sadness. Like anyone having. Um, struggling I'm fine but once it goes into the world's against me uh, this is always happens to me I'm so unlucky god I'm oh I, I'm so ugly like when it goes into like everything's against me yeah. it's a huge turn off yeah, with okay. men and women I just yeah. have no tolerance because I've had self pity and I'm terrified of having it I'm terrified of it creeping in so yeah. whenever I see it being allowed to flourish like the parasite it is I get so, you know, and there's people, a lot of people who are in bad places mentally, it's because they're in a spiral of self-pity. And what they need is understanding. But that's something, sadly, I know I can't give. Yeah, sure. You know, like, I, yeah. I've had friends who are going, and I just, I've always had to take myself out of the situation because I can't listen to self-pity because I'm scared it's, like, infectious almost. Yeah, I feel like maybe your parameters for self-pity might be quite low, though. Probably, yeah. Because you're scared, because you're scared of I'm it. scared, yeah. So yeah. It definitely comes... That, do you know what? Yeah. It's probably an insecurity, actually. Yeah. You know, funny enough. Yeah, that's true. It's probably insecurity, yeah. but I just find it... And yeah, also I because I also know... I genuinely think it's the root of all, like, pr proper, like, um, depression. Or, like, depression being, like, not when something awful happens to you and you respond uh, yeah. adequately to bad... But depression where it's, like, I, you know where you, your life's fine, but you feel bad. I think self-pity is the, the thing that is the main driver of a lot of these problems that I find. Okay. And it's like a mindset that I just know that that is where it starts spiraling and it's terrifying and I can't deal with it. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's what my ick is. So like which, people chasing ping pong balls, mine is self-pity. <laughs> but that's because this is what the point I think I was we were making when we were talking about it outside like yeah. yesterday is yeah. that it's... So if we compare those two different icks, yeah. So I know mine is like rhythm and mm, dancing, mm. which is kind of a more traditional one, or like it's something that's a bit less significant than. Sure. But my 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 other one would probably be when people. So to go on a deeper level mm. would be when um, people sit and listen to you, mm -hmm. sit and listen to your what you're saying, mm -hmm. and they're only a think they're only thinking about what they're going to say next mm -hmm. slash what how it applies to them. So, because I was bad at this when I was younger, and that's really weird because I think what you're thinking yeah. is my insecurity. Because mm, yeah. I be my mum has drilled into me: stop fucking doing that. When I was a te was a teenage prick, literally thinking I'm the dog's bollocks. All I'm going to do is well, the only thing that's interesting in is myself, basically. So you're sitting and waiting for someone else to stop speaking in order to then say what you say, which mm. is so much more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then having that drilled out of me, then seeing people do that when you're saying something or someone else is saying something and you can look at two people have a conversation when all it is is they're talking with like a wall in between because they're, mm -hmm. they're basically playing um oh well damn that was nearly a great fucking metaphor when you when you're like playing uh what's the solitaire no like football against a wall, wall ball wall ball rather than playing football yeah when there's a wall in between the ball's just bouncing back in between the two of you and you're not actually having a genuine you conversation you should be pinging it to each other exactly you know. and conversations go in flows yeah. they go in oh you said this blah, 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 and then you go into that and then rather than we, you can have a conversation about the same topic but 
be talking about different things. I, I That's a big one I for me. I completely agree with you, and I think you raise this a lot, and I could, you've uh, uh, verbalised in a way that I also find that annoying, but I'd never really like crystallised it in the way you have. But I think I can see myself doing that, and I take myself out of situations <clears throat> because it's when sometimes you have a conversation with something, someone, especially if you have nothing in common, yeah, and you both are trying to take it into a take the conversation into a place where you can find it not unbelievably yeah. boring. And like sometimes, like there's people who do it even if yeah. with people they get on with, but I've noticed if I ever do it, it's often when it's with someone I have no real connection with. But that's the thing, because for me, my having that insecurity now and that uh, that kind of philosophy on the conversation of yeah. life is that I will then, so now whenever I'm talking to someone, I'll only ever ask questions to new people. As in like, because I think I could be interested, if you ask the right questions, I can be interested in the conversation. Yeah, but then I also think that um, people who there's also a mistake that some people make which is just ask I know quite a few people like this who like ask a lot of questions but that's not what a conversation really is because there's cause but it's can, not just asking questions it's having so it's peppering questions with your own opinion on things because it's not just about asking questions what it's mostly about is engaging with what the other person's saying so that yeah. if the other person is talking about their job as a vet or something and they and you are you can ask them about you know a, a funny situation that happened or whatever or like what's it like day to day mm. then you can then go into that and say well oh surely you feel like this this and this because of it and then you can make statements you can make value statements that you feel based on what they've said in a sentence and then just talk about being vet vet veterinary for however long and then what frustrates me is that they can then when it moves on people don't have the same skills to do the same back to you and that is a pet peeve of mine, basically, which I think, I, as I, I say, com comes to, from me being bad at it when I was young. Because to with with risk of making it this next thing sound pretentious, it does sort of work. There was a David Foster Wallace essay already pretentious. Yeah, already pretentious. Yeah. I knew I just had to get that first <laughs> bit out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Where he wrote this amazing thing in his book. Um, interviews with hideous men or something or something like that where he has these kind of fake conversations between people and he reveals the truth throughout them and um he, he talks about um that there's kind of three ways men have sex and i think this applies to things includes conversations where yeah. there's like the the first type of man who is sort of um obsessed with his own pleasure and yeah. it's like all about you know, pleasuring himself and using the woman as an object, which is the one that's clearly the most misogynist no, on the surface. Yeah. And then there's um, a second type of man who it kind of goes under the radar, the manipulation that's going on, who's <clears throat> obsessed with giving the woman pleasure. Yeah. And so it's like all of the their identity sexually is yeah, built yeah. on how much pleasure they which can give. Which surely isn't healthy. How much pleasure they can give the woman. Um, yeah. And it's all about what they can do for the woman. And it's like, often those men, it's about um, the, it's more about them having um, the sort of power over you. And it's a, it, it's a narcissistic Narciss self. Narcissistic, it's a narcissistic yeah. selfish thing. That sort of sex where it's like, it, they, it might seem on the surface they wanna, like they want to feel happy when once it's finished i've it's, done this it's more like can't I feel yeah, gassed yeah. About myself? yeah and it's like uh, it, on the <clears> surface <throat> it can seem selfless and giving but actually that type approach to sex is actually about narcissism and like um, proving themselves as better than and then there's the third type which is what he argues in the essay is the what true sexual relationships is where not only do you pleasure the woman but you feel completely comfortable allowing them to pleasure you yeah, yeah and that i think that whole concept can apply to conversations where it's like there are people who might pride themselves on you know being good at conversations or questioning people but if they don't allow um sometimes i've noticed people who you know ask a lot of questions but they're not mm. ready yeah to, to take like it on to them to like take the vulnerability of being asked questions. So true. Yeah. And I think, so I would be focusing my, in my, because in my example there would be yeah. like, I could have a conversation with the vet and go into mm -hmm. that. And then what frustrates me yeah. is that when it kind of comes onto me, they don't know what they've got nothing to say. So that's the person that only takes pleasure in themselves. But then, so my insecurity about that might be over is over on that yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I quite value people who have the other thing, who are just ask questions, ask questions, ask questions. Mm. I don't really, I see that as a positive thing. And that's because probably I have a bit of a, um, oh, a you're, bias. You're, you're probably overthinking, the like side. there's people who don't overthink it and who are not trying to avoid 
being that first type so aggressively yeah. that it's not as natural where conversationally the real way to be you know, I I noticed this with no, like it's both. It's I, both, but I so, but so many like people good, are bad at that. Bad at, yeah, that's 100%. what I'm saying. Yeah. But I do. Th I've noticed this with like, you know, good podcasting, good podcast hosts. The the a real way it seems. And to be fair, I do think to be honest, I think Joe Rogan's actually pretty good at this. This is something that I respect. Oh, he's about great. Him, yeah, is like he asks questions, but mm. when he's asked a question, he will doesn't mind going on and talking about his yeah. whole opinion and wasn't mind and that is sort of what I think is because it's a not big, an interview a big thing of his um, that's why appeal. he can go for two and a half hours that's the thing of his appeal if you go for interviews I mean there's obviously you know if it's a channel four interview you don't want to hear you don't want to hear about Andrew Marr's childhood you don't want to say Andrew Kerwin <laughs> Andrew, you don't want to hear about Andrew Kerwin's childhood but you know you don't want to hear Laura Koonsberg's you know personal experiences with you know you do want it to be about who she's interviewing um but are but funny in you should say that <laughs> Boris yes. Johnson but so when I was <laughs> but my uh, mother very yeah. rarely hugged me as a child and the way to get the best interviews it seems that the, the ones which Joe Rogan does the best it seems is when he uh supplements them with um what are you what are you struggling with so I'm just getting an international call huh. uh well I think we've run over time. Uh, we're going to do a Patreon episode where we'll carry on this conversation because mm. we, we've gone over our time. And if you want to hear the rest of this, yeah, great it'll, show. It'll all be on Patreon. So we're gonna we're gonna end it now with you thing, and then we're just gonna keep it rolling and go straight into the Patreon. So if you want to see the rest of this episode, it'll be up on Patreon. Uh, do you want to sum up what we talked about? Yeah, give me a quick debrief. So what we've talked about is we talked <coughs> about uh, the ick, dominoes, sex addiction. Um, Fat lesbians, um, KFC. We talked about. And what was the last thing? Um, we've talked about uh, how to uh, converse, um, how converse. to converse uh, Coffee, yeah. in a generous manner. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Dominoes is like crack. Yeah. Particularly when we're talking about the garlic sauce, and that is. And can be and will always be an addiction. And the thing about addiction is you need to think about the quantity of which you're consuming and the ways in which you're consuming it. Much like conversation. How am I consuming the words other people are saying and how are they consuming mine? And at the end of the day, it's a balancing act. And the best we can do is try and not get icked out about things and maybe work through things to see the truth behind exactly what people are. Mm -hmm. Fake news. Fake news. We'll see you on Patreon. Bye-bye.